welcome to the new Dark Ages, ladies and gentlemen. And for us, recording now, and I guess when you're hearing this, welcome to the No Doubt Hellscape that is 2023. Happy New Year, bitches. So we are reviewing Guar's 15,000th album, uh, The New Dark Ages. How are you gentlemen this evening? I'm doing good. I thought I escaped Guar after last year. Never. brought me back in. I mean, again, it's a hell you chose. I know. You should have known. You should have heard in my voice when I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Let's just go through their discography. I'm like, all right. And originally, in your voice, you're like, all right, if you ruined this, we can. In your head, you're going, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I wasn't sad about it. And I wasn't sad about this. But anyway, (laughs) we'll get into all that. I want to know how Gabe is doing. About to enter berserker mode here. That sounds right. That tracks. Well, uh, yeah. Ben is sadly not with us. Ben is still on asylum. On I asylum. meant what I said. I meant what I said. On <laughs> asylum in the Himalayas. He's currently it, evading police. He's <laughs> evading police in Nepal, and that's all I can say. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Prove it. So, what, do you have some? You have some stats for us about? Uh, do you have some stats for us? As you said, this is their 15th studio album. This is the second Rocky Less album. True, true. Um, this is the first one we've done for the podcast. It was uh, released on June 3rd, 2022 on Pit Records Labels. The lineup is Baltha the Berserker on vocals, Balsack the Jaws of Death on guitars, Postulus Maximus on guitars, Beefcake the Mighty on bass, and Jizmok the Gusha on drums and percussion. Um, Note those are character names and who plays those characters has changed several times. Yeah, but there's a whole Wikipedia entry on the revolving door that is Guar. Sorry, it continue. is. Continue. I feel like this is one of the lower, like also less amount of people showing up on a record for them as well. It depends on how much money they have. Yeah. You can definitely tell that huge peak where they had more money than God after like the Beavis and Butthead era when the band was hundreds of people. It was like MC <laughs> Hammer's entourage. It's yeah. actually swollen a little bit again. This is actually, it was leaner than this in the late Rocky years. Uh-huh. So, so it's expanded some. Anyway, sorry. I know you got to talk about production and <laughs> mix, mixing, gaffer, foley. Yep. It cater, was... Caterer. It was recorded at Wide Star Sound Studio in Charlottesville, Virginia, and mixed and mastered at Vento West Studio, Marina del Rey, California. Let's see if I can find who is the uh, not sending notes on producer or mixer on here. So we're just going to go with that. It comes in at a runtime of an hour and six minutes. So. This is more gore, gentlemen, as promised. <laughs> it was a thing we didn't get to in 22, and I, you know, I was really sad when Rocky died, and, you know, I thought Blood of Gods was okay, but it didn't, I don't know, maybe it was just too painful. The one before this, that was yeah. the first so one. So you actually, Rocky. I couldn't remember if you'd actually listened to that album or a not. Bit, or a was... bit, but not a ton, and we didn't review it. And, you know, I have to say, there's more continuity than you one might assume. One, the guitarist and the drummer, I guess, are still from the pretty relatively OG lineup. But also, Blothar was Beefcake for a long time. He, yeah. Like, like if you listen back, as you should, Tracy, to this Toilet Earth, like, Eat Steel, that track, that's him singing. 
and yeah. he was uh he did some of the vocals on x cops which was a horrifying side project of guar about police from the perspective of the police and i think you can imagine what that was like um we should review that at some point so he was the vocalist on some of those zip a pig uh some of those things so he's he was in the guar movie as beefcake this guar movie here not the guar one of so many um this one has a movie i've not seen it nor read the uh graphic novel and I know we have to have that discussion. Like, does it work without it? I think it does. I, I don't think their concepts have ever been that deep. And I say that loving Guar that I don't know. But I'm obviously, unlike the last album we reviewed, Conan, the Barbarian. I am the target audience for this album. So uh, I was supposed to be surprised. You are 100% the target audience. 100%. And and I, you know, I wasn't entirely the bag. As I said, the one before this, I was like, eh, but I, I, and we can talk about this a lot more. I've, I've said too much, but um, I I was pleasantly surprised and can we enjoy this album a lot. This was of the four, the one I played the most times. Which I know on one level maybe isn't that surprising, but again, I didn't listen to the last one that many times. Maybe it was too soon, too painful. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I will say this is probably the one I think I found oddly surprising in the most in terms of like just sheer music composition wise, and which I feel like this is for a Guar album, really well, like, tied together and put together like terms of concepts just musically, and that there's not a lot of, like, all over the nest that typically is associated with Guar, which I know their later albums started separating from that some, but there is still a lot of, almost a brockiness, the kind of, kind of, of randomness to it that just kind of that's true. That's who Brocky was. This is a little tighter. I also think this is more into almost Alice Cooper territory than Slayer or you know, cavernous death metal. I mean, it's sort of hard rock, actually. Uh, yeah, and I think his voice hits a higher pitch yes. than Rocky's did. No, it's more hair metal, and he knows it. I mean, he's that's where his range is, and it always has been. So, but again, I'm gonna shut the fuck up so Gabe can, because Gabe listened to all that guar, right? Yeah, all that yeah. guar. Yeah, he was. Gabe was very much in the ride. He was like looking for the door, but it was too late. Like we'd already left. <laughs> Where, where's the door? Where's the door? <laughs> where's the yeah. door? You're, he's just breathe, man. Anyway, yeah, he panicked. It's panicked. too late. It's it's interesting um, how that worked because like he came in on a static axe and was in for like thirty days, and like after day thirty, like thirty one, it's like here's guar, and it's just like oh god, because like your thirty day one trial subscription's over with. Now you pay full price. Yeah, it's like yeah. that BMG thing where you got the records, but then, you know, after a month, Guar shows up and sets your house on fire. Pretty much. Uh, definitely more than what I bargained for. Um, so I think this album has, like, some adherence to fan expectations, even though the style is different and it's catchier in a way than a lot of, uh, not a lot, but, like, you know, several of the more genre-fluid albums the band's put out in the past um, and like Tracy, I think I was missing some of that originality and that lyrical um, je ne sais quoi that we associate with with Brocky. Um, I also don't want to cast aspersions on Blothar, but his voice is just very different. So that took a lot for me to get used to. Um, and I don't know if the Ellis Cooper slash heavy metal direction is what Gore really needs in order to pack the punch that we know and love, you know. Um, they leave thrash pretty much completely behind. Uh, so I guess if you are considering getting this album and you're not sure about it, your mileage may vary depending on what your kind of uh, appetite for thrash is. Um, and like what I was asking myself when I was listening to the record was, um, 
is this really what 21st century guar should sound like? You know, like, um, I'm not sure the band actually knows. Uh, you know, there there are some original members there, um, but it's a new it's a new dark age, um, and uh, yeah, I'm just not really sure if this is, uh, I don't know, if they're going in a direction and if the direction that they're going in is the one that they maybe should be going in. You're muted. I figured that out the second after I started. I applaud them trying to go in a direction because, and this does not negate what you said at all. This is sort of a lateral move. I think if they tried to keep making the music they were making in Brocky's era, it would not work very well. I, I think I one, it would make me yeah. miss Brocky, and two, I don't think his voice is very well suited to it. That being said, I take your point that it is maybe a little directionless. I don't know, but the direction before was chaos. And I, there were moments, I think Ragnarok sounded a bit like this album, and it's one of my favorite ones. I mean, my I would say that the Alice Coopery thing may or may not work. We can argue that point. But I thought the lyric writing was actually fairly good. I think in some ways, and I say this with love, maybe better than Brocky in some ways. I thought what? it was... Blasphemy. Well, <laughs> there were a lot... Let me put it this way. There were certainly fearless moments and me cringe. Well, okay. That's, I mean, I think you can make that argument and you could make it stick. But I think it has to do with both are temporal remove from a lot of those For lyrics sure. that were cringeworthy. And also, um, we're not living in an age where free speech fundamentalism is really the burning issue. Yeah. Um, sure. The what's what's hilarious, though, is, of course, like some of the same, like, you know, targets of Guar's past, like reappear um, and in a not very subtle way. Um, whereas I think that I think also there is a bit more humor, you know, with with those kinds of uh, attacks that they engaged in in the past. There was definitely like a, um, yeah, there was like a sinister, you know, kind of attitude to our to it, but also just like a, um, you know, they were having fun. You could tell they were really having fun with it. This feels a little bit more serious. Like, there's a, they feel a bit less tongue in cheek here. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's for better or for worse, because, I mean, there are legitimately times that Fox News took Odorous as legit and thought he was speaking the truth, you know, but instead of Brocky being Brocky and just taking somebody for the shit they are and just kind of, yeah, 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 that's exactly what I'm meaning. Um, I think in terms of just his album, is like, should be labeled or scored almost on two different fronts. Is it a good album musically? And is it a good album in the terms of living up to what Guar personifies? Because I feel like that's almost kind of like we just got to kind of separate it by, because I do think it does miss, it doesn't quite have like the Ragnarok told Earth and everything that Brocky obviously was like 100% the engine behind in the band. Of just yeah, like, he was. But I think musically, I think this album does better than a lot of than a lot of those albums do. I, I think mean, that's like, true, actually. Yeah, I think I, musically, it's it's. I think these songs are well written. They're catchy. I mean, yeah, it's very catchy. Yeah. Like you would you would find, I think, an album or two where they like it kind of hits on both. But there are also an album or two like where it's one or the other. Like you either get really good conceptual conceptually for Guar, or it's really good musically, and there's nothing in between. 
I also want to say in their defense that, well, yes, I think blood libel or the cutter is pretty heavy handed and in your face. I think that's the era we're in, as you were saying earlier, Gabe. But I mean, to be fair, Venom of the Platypus is a track title, the one with the internet, and just Ratcatcher, the amount of cowbell they came with. And we'll, I guess we'll be getting into the, these tracks later, but there's definitely an, an element of whimsy and absurd, um, even if it is reduced without Brocky. But, you know, they're, they've evolved. So it sounds like we are mostly on board. I'm on board. I've come around on this. Mm -hmm. I think because the music sounds good and I actually want it to be something different. I think one of the problems with the album before this is it was sort of transitional. It was even more confused to me, as could only be expected when, you know, Brocky, he was the engine a lot of ways, certainly in terms of, you know, Gore's persona and yeah. lyrics if, and such. If nothing else, he was the image of the band. He was. But... And it's, and it's kind of similar, you know, like a lot of people, like when Cliff died after Masters, a lot of people like the heart and soul of Metallica died. But at that time, he wasn't very much like the face of the band. It was still very much a James and Lars kind of deal. And that kind of continued where here, Brocky's the image and the engine at the same time. So it's kind of like, uh, how do we continue this thing? It's I'm honestly surprised that they didn't call quits. I truly thought about it. What else are these people going to do? They've been doing this so long. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Brocky's like, Guar lives forever. I'm not Guar. Yeah, Gwar he wouldn't. He would say that. Remember, he wasn't the original vocalist, and yeah, he, you know, he. That switch happened very early, but um, no, he would want the ride to continue. He got a fucking Viking funeral, man. Yeah, his armor <laughs> did anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that my problem with this record is that it has some bangers on it. Like, it, it really it just has some very good songs on it. Um, but it feels like because it's so long that it has filler on it and it's a lot of filler. It's a super, super long record. And I think that, I think we could call some of the experiments on the previous albums that didn't work. We could call that bloat, but that was for some of it. I won't say all of it. Some of it was really creative bloat. Mm -hmm. You know, it was showcasing like the creativity at work, um, uh, you know, the people who were at the table writing the stuff and just like coming up with this really wacky storylines and everything. Um, whereas here, there isn't, a, there isn't really a storyline. Um, and it, like I said, it feels sort of like filler when it, you know, um, at the same time, right? The advantage is that um, they are really tightening things up and um, not really, um, they're not really in it to write things or to put things on the record that aren't catchy or they don't, tr they try not to anyway. So it's also your mileage may vary. Like I think, um, you know, I can't help but bring my bias, you know, as sort of a fan of some of the stuff. And uh, David obviously is not by, uh, not unbiased whatsoever. And you know, Chase has been sufficiently inoculated that he has his own opinions. So, um, yeah. Like, I don't know how it would have felt coming in this album, like, fresh without the Guar, without the blasts or the month-long trod we did through everything Guar a yeah. year ago. I don't know how my viewpoint would have on there been different if I would have listened to this. This would have been the first album I listened to. Like, I think it would have been much, very much a cultural, like, I don't want to say cultural shock, but it would have been very much a shock 
of what's in this album than going and listening to some of Aguilar's earlier stuff. For sure. And just like the kind of like, oh shit, what the hell did I get myself into if I was to do it that way? So I guess what I was saying, Tracy, is that I can't, I can't really give the two grades. Like it's not possible for me to like, you know, rate it on its merits as an album on the one hand, and then rate it on its merits like as a Guar production. Yeah, like sure. I, I can't really do it. True. Uh, what was Benjamin's comments on this? Ben has the following to say. He was not as impressed as me, and that's okay. The 15th is another album's another concept album. I feel like, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like I'm missing something, having not read the graphic novel, and that's a recurring problem. Ben really gets irritated when it's external plot reliant. Uh, fighting extra-dimensional clones never sounded so mundane, question mark. Not as chaotic as their best efforts, but you can make a case that it's both proggier and more experimental. They can still play, but man is just a different beast for that proggy. Also, their satirical use of the blood libel concept the same week as us doing Jamie Soft is a bit cringe. Uh, I don't entirely agree with that, but we can talk about when we talk about tracks. But again, Thunderdome is a diverse beast. Um, not that, well, no, we'll get into it. But that is probably the goriest thing about this album which is probably also true at over an hour it's too long as we talked about honestly if they called it something other than gore i'd probably have liked it better that's what you're saying tracy that's a yeah. different way of stating the thing you just said um and i'll tell you his tracks when we get there so he was he i mean you'll see when we get to his grade he, he thought it was okay but didn't entirely buy it either though it sounds like for slightly different reasons yeah i'm um, sorry if i misrepresented reviews ben i'm trying to trying to read the text true to the don't, that don't read open. too much into it david don't read too much into it stop reading so much into it he it's hates just us. a grade he hates <laughs> us it's just a grade um I, I, anyway are we talking about tracks i feel well, like i think we're ready to move into them do you want me to start since yeah. this is my fault i to go in reverse order i agree we could do some editing work on tracks 13 14 and 15 the death whistle suite i feel like that could have been a single 12 minute thing or a single eight minute thing and been fine but or it could not have been uh, there i could have not been there at all but some of the yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the, cutting any of that would have felt a lot even just delete the, delete. the, la the delete, delete even the last <laughs> one would have knocked it down to 56 minutes anyway but in terms of new dark age on i think nearly all of these songs are pretty damn good I think Blood Libel, I actually didn't think it was that, uh, compared to some of their old cultural production, I felt like they were almost, I felt like they were just straight up condemning it. And it immediately pivoted, of course, to a scathing indictment of like Pizzagate and the Catholic Church. There's a lot going on in that song. Um, so I didn't, and then maybe it's just we perceived it differently, I didn't take that as a flippant use of that grotesque very old anti-semitic concept we're going to tell me a lot more it's about not that. the same as like just mentioning nazis for funsies which that. is actually like that. <laughs> yeah. i mean i i i didn't perceive it as that because if you actually listen to the song there's like enough context there for where you kind of understand what it's about um but i certainly would have had that reaction if the same one that ben did if it were um i don't know just dropping it, it. As like a ha ha, just like ha -ha. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> it uh -huh, happened so many times. It did. Or like ha ha, I'm gonna call someone a fag. It's just yes. like that's what I'm referring to. About in some ways, I find this album less problematic, and it, that's evolution sure. over time. But they also didn't have to evolve over time. They could have gone, as you say, radical, you know, 
free speech, Joe Rogan, anyway. Berserker mode's good. Motherfucking liar's good. I like Unto the Breach. Got to reference some Shakespeare. The Cutter, man, that sounds rough. I mean, as it only can be about, you know, self-harm. Uh, I really like... I thought Venom of the Platus is good. I like Ratcatcher. I know that song is totally fucking ridiculous with the cowbell. Uh, and it's terrifying, of course, because it's essentially like John Wayne Gacy and the Pied Piper of Hamlin stories combined. Um, which is so fucked up. But, I mean, the original story is so fucked up, but I thought it worked. Um, Rise Again, sorry to back up. I thought that slow track worked okay. Um, I get, Anyway, I, I would say pretty much all of them until... They decided to be stupidly, insanely self-indulgent and make the death whistle sweet. I agree. If you just checked, cut it at board to death, uh, what would that have taken off? 17, 18, like 18 minutes would be off this thing. I mean, it would be, you know, 40 some minutes. Yeah. But anyway, it was, I really enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to and listened to it a whole bunch of fucking times. So that's where I'm at with this. Um, I'm right there with you in the sense of like the Death Was So Sweet could have probably just been removed entirely. Um, I think of the better songs, I think the new Dark Age is a good opener. Uh, Blood Bible, I think, as a song itself is constructed, uh, and I don't think it's if it is there, if it's a song, if it's taken offensively, I think it's also might be their least offensive song, one of the least offensive songs, but also I don't have any skin in that game, so that's another aspect of it as well. Uh, uh, motherfucker and liar, the cutter and Ratcatcher Venom and Platypus is pretty deal, good deal as well. I'm not gonna go too far in this rabbit hole, but if your identity may not have skipped in that game, but as this song points out quite well, that concept has been weaponized by people that are your enemies. Yeah, <laughs> enemies of democracy itself, like the. That's one of the things I think that is, I'm not going to say genius in some ways, it's a very obvious connection, but that sort of flow, like seamless shift between basically talking about old school anti-Semitism and talking about QAnon let's get a, and let's, pizza let's get a cheese at, a pizza or cheese pizza yes. at 4 a.m. in the morning. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, the, you know, the whole thing about assaulting children. I mean, that's the that's it. That's the narrative. Yeah, those go, those things have gone together since time immemorial. For like, sure. It's yeah. pretty... But, strongly linked i was meaning in of taking offense of like oh they i know i know what you I mean i get it I, connection. I, I simply wanted to and i'm not saying you were implying this but anybody who thinks any symptoms isn't their problem is fucking fooling themselves given yeah. how closely connected it is in the way it's a vehicle for other toxic forms of thought mm -hmm. uh you know i there may be one that i've studied a bit <laughs> that you know I don't know. It's one of it's like our second oldest hate, other than misogyny, in the West, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we but we're going to be talking a lot more about that when we talk about Mr. Juice. Um, <laughs> nobody's going to understand what you mean. But anyway, um, uh, I liked a lot of the same things that you guys like. Um, Blood Libel has really nice like melodies and harmonies in it. I thought that was cool. Uh, Berserker mode is thrashing it up. Uh, I liked completely fucked, which I also thought channeled odorous in an interesting way. Like it was that that kind of a tune. Great. I like the cutter. You know, uh, thrash and gore are a match made in heaven. Um, nothing like it. Uh, Venom of the platypus I liked. Um, Ratcatcher bored to death. 
Starving Gods, like if I had to have one of those tracks at the end, I would take that one. Agreed. Spooky scary. Totally. Here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get Ben. Ben, he said, I'll tell you, we didn't talk about his tracks. So I left that. He says, tracks three through six, three through six, three through six. Beast will eat itself, venom of the platypus. So a few, a little bit of the middle, a uh-huh. little bit of the back half. Time for grades? Yeah, I can grade this. Okay. So Ben says, man, fuck, it is still Guar, dot, 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 B minus. I assume that's a B minus and not a B hyphen. I can't entirely tell. Anyway, I think <laughs> I we can clarify with him later. I assume that's a B minus. I, a B minus, I guess. I don't think I'll buy this one. That's where he's at. I was very impressed by this and like it, and I'm willing to go in this new direction with them. I'm going to give this an A minus, actually, which I didn't think going in I was going to get even close to that. But and I know I'm a brand tour. I'm going to come down as low as an A minus. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. Anyway, A minus. <laughs> Screw you guys. Screw you guys. Exactly. Um, I'm going to come down with with Ben on this one. This is a B minus. I I um you know if I were gonna buy any of this, I think I'd just you know pick the singles that I liked. I'm gonna come up a little bit from you guys. I don't dislike it probably as much as you guys do. Um I'm gonna give it a solid B. It's much better than us. It's better than I was expecting it to be. So and there is more that I could pull off of it. So I'll give it a B. As I run my students B minus is not a bad grade. Yeah. <laughs> oh um Given some of the other yeah. grades that are coming down the pipeline tonight. Oh, I know. I got to uh, think, yeah, I'm I just waiting for know. Ben's grade on this next. Oh, I yeah, especially. It, yeah, <laughs> wait for it. Uh, anyway, I would buy this. I would buy this. Ben would not. Uh, I might. I don't know yet. If I found it on sale, I probably would. I would give David a copy for his birthday. And I would listen to that copy. My birthday is coming up in 10 days. Oh boy! But you got to get for me on cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> if you send me your address, I'll make that happen. It's a piece of an eight track, a Gore eight track. I I would like to see that. Oh man! Speaking of things we're gonna see, Twacy, what are we doing next time? Next time here on Thunderdome Metal Reviews, we're doing a pick of my choosing, and we are doing Hawken Affinity. Man, I bet Ben really is gonna like that. Oh, I bet he will too. It's going to be a stare down all time after he hears you it. You never know, guys. You never know. This, this could be this could be the record that changes everything. It could be. Will the holster come out or not? What kind of a rodeo is it going to be? Stay Spoiler. tuned. It <laughs> doesn't change nothing. <laughs> it don't change nothing. Anyway, stay tuned and find out on Thunderdome Metal Review. <laughs>